We can roll. I mean, I could beat you anyway right now, so no, so, you know. no I'm joking. I definitely couldn't. Um, it would be a good fight, though, actually. Oh, Super Lights, let us know if you want to see that fight, me versus Solo. Ta- Taekwondo versus BJJ. Yo, I'll shoot it. I'll shoot it, guys. Let's go. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. there you go. Just to shoot it. I'll do some turn kicks, you know, some back kicks. Bonkai. Welcome anime fans to the Super Anime Podcast, where each week we look to entertain, inspire and inform you on all things anime. Whether you're new to anime or a seasoned veteran, we invite you to come listen, share and laugh with us. We hope every episode ignites your attacky spirit and leaves you feeling super. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy. Let's start the show. Before we begin the show, we have a voice message. Thank you so much for this person sending in their voice message. We haven't heard it yet. We haven't heard it yet. It's going to be a raw, raw reaction. So without further ado, let's go. All right. Now then, Ed. Now then, Solo. And now then to all the Super Anime Podcast fans. Help me settle this, right? Who is the worst parent or guardian in anime? It's all kicking off from Twitter. People are currently saying it's Haruzen Saratobi the third Hokage. We all know that mean way. Sat at the table, smoking his pipe, having his dinner. He looks over his shoulder, sees Naruto out in the rain, probably listening to Boys to Men's Four Seasons of Loneliness. Just takes one look at him and goes back to smoking his pipe and having his dinner. I'm like, the guy just used to come in, give Naruto some money. Naruto used to be like, who are my parents? Tell me about it. It's like, kid, out of your business and just, just leave him. You know what I mean? He could have done so much more, could he? I don't know. You tell me. Um, who is in the running for this. Who's a top contender for being a crap parent? We all know Goku's in there. Goku's got to be in there. This, even the stands have to admit Goku isn't the greatest parent or guardian. So yeah, let me know. Who is the worst parent or guardian in um, anime and in manga? Let's try and figure this out. Settle it once and for all. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kofi. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so, so much. Look, um... I think we, we've actually done a, an, an episode on worst, um, worst, well, not worst. Yeah, we've done, I think we did both um, Father's and Mother's Day, right? We did, yeah, we did both. I think we did, both. I think we did. I think so we did. I'll link that in the show yeah, notes yeah, regarding yeah, who did, we, we think did. is the yeah. worst parent on both Father <laughs> and Mother's Day. I, you know what? I know we did an episode about this. I know, I know. And I know you said, I'm pretty sure we said Goku, obviously, that he's the poster child mm-hmm. of bad dad. Although, mm-hmm. to be honest, I, he's not that bad. He still makes time for his kids. Yeah, yeah, we did say that. say that in the podcast. But then you did, I think, you did say something. No, Solo, you were, you were, you were, you were. No, 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 don't try to take it back now, Solo, because you were going for, you were going for Goku. Like, you were just putting him on the, like, his gum on your shoe and stepping on him and saying he's a terrible father. I was the one defending Goku, so don't try to backtrack now. Piccolo's a better dad. But anyway, anyway, <laughs> you tried to say you drew a handbook. <laughs> you know he, he was a great dad. He's not a good dad. He's a great dad. He's not. He's a menace to society. And he wanted him as a father. <laughs> so I know we did an episode about that. But gut check, Ed. Right now, who would you say is the worst anime dad? The worst anime like, dad. I know we did an episode on it, just in case you've forgotten it, but who gut check? Who comes to mind straight away? 
Oh, definitely show Tucker from Four Man Alchemist. Yeah, I would go with that. I would go. Oh, oh, oh! The first thing, Gang Freak, Gang Freaks, first one. Yes, first one, Gang Freaks, Gang yes. Freaks. He needs to. He needs. He needs. Yes, that was. A, yep, <laughs> he needs yep, to bounce yep. straight up from Hunter X Hunter, yep. Hunter Hunter. God's yep. dad. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't deserve to be. Gon should be calling him Gang. That's what she. he should be. <laughs> Your Gang. <laughs> Where you at? <laughs> Gosh, there's a meme, and I think we've got it on our blog about you know um, responsibility and Ging saying how he left for uh, or something. I can't remember. I, I think know the one you said. You said it before. I can't remember what you said. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's on. It's on that episode. So the episode is um, I think it's episode fifty-one. I'll put it in the show yeah. notes. But yeah, for sure, definitely um, Show Tucker and then Ging. Ging's a good Ging one. Freaks, yeah, for Ging sure. is definitely a good one. And then I think another one that came to mind actually as I'm thinking about this is. Um, the guy from Neon Gen- Neon Genesis Evangelion. I forgot his name. Oh, the dad. The dad. The dad. The dad. Yeah. Yeah. He was terrible. The way he abused his son to, to pilot. He, he was basically tough in a nutshell. Just, just tough. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up and get in the damn thing. <laughs> he was terrible. That's basic. But, um, but that's, I think it's quite... I mean, obviously, I think you've... Um, what's it called? You said it as well. Now, now it's all coming back now. Um, My Hero Academia. What's his name again? Oh um, yeah, that's um endeavor. Endeavor, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he yeah, he needs to he needs he was, to go. He's terrible. <laughs> he needs he to he terrible. needs to be in jail. He needs to be jailed. He's trying to redeem he himself, but yeah, can't always make yeah. up for your past transgressions. But hey, at least he's trying. Yeah. But yeah, I think um those are those are one that comes to mind, Kofi. If you haven't checked out episode one um, episode fifty one, please do check it out. because uh, we go into more detail in regarding who the worst dads are, as well as the best dads. So you can get our comparisons and then feel free to either message us or again, send another voice note to, um, to say whether you agree or disagree regarding our, our picks of best and worst anime dads. And whilst you're at it as well, you can check out the best and worst anime mums as well. See if you disagree or agree there as well. Kofi, thank you so, so much, man. We really appreciate these voice notes. It means a lot to us. Keep them coming um, regarding what you've heard or what you want to input. Or if you like you did, um, like Kofi did on seeing something on Twitter that you want us to get our opinion on, just send it in superanimepodcast.com. Go to the website, hit that orange mic button and record your voice note. You have up to two minutes to record anything you want. So thanks very much, Kofi. And now back to the show. Ready? Fight! A phrase which will be familiar to all to many gamers and martial arts fans. And wow, do we have a super guest for you today. I'm so excited I'm shaking. Our guest today is from Rogue Origin Films, a full-service production company geared towards high-octane martial arts action. Rogue Origin was created to raise the bar on nerd-based content and my have they. Don't just take my word for it. With comments on their YouTube channel, go subscribe, link in the show notes. This is mind-blowingly good. It's nice to see YouTube finally recommending me something that I really need. I hope to see more fights. They are truly super. And behind all this wonderful work is an extremely talented man. He is a writer, director, producer, choreographer, special effects, action designer for Rogue Origin. You name him, you name it, he probably does it. His work as a director has generated over 15 million views on YouTube, directing anime live, directing anime live action for the likes of King Vader, reanimate along with Rogue Origin. Ladies and gentlemen, all our super lights, I give you the talented, the gifted, the visionary, the all-time renaissance man, 
Josh, maybe. Welcome, welcome, Josh. Welcome. How are you? <laughs> that was the most incredible intro I think I've ever had. I need you to walk around introing me to everyone because that was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I get that a lot from the guests, but no, we we always we always bring you the best and brightest, as our super lights know. So thank you so much, Josh, for being here. We really appreciate your time. Um, for those who don't know, I should probably introduce myself. My name is Ed, host of the Super Anime Podcast. If you're new here, do subscribe and follow us on whatever podcast app you are listening to. So let's get straight into it, as um, as we do here on Super Anime Podcast. So Josh, um, a little icebreaker. Tell us an interesting fact about you. Interesting fact about me. Um, oh man, I'm not that interesting. I mean, <laughs> I, I do. I guess. I guess the life is the life is interesting, right? Uh, I um, started editing when I was 14 years old. So when I was very, very young, I got into wow. editing, and uh, that kind of spawned my love of um, production. I edited Dragon Ball Z mm. uh, anime music videos so it was like my we had this group oh, of wow. friends i think there were four or five of us we would get together and we would just edit all of our favorite anime into music videos because that was kind of the, the start of it with um windows movie Va- maker was one of the first you know uh consumer yeah, style yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> editing programs yeah so that's that's a fun fact i started editing when i was very young <laughs> Nice, nice. Oh, Windows Movie Maker. That is a throwback, an absolute <laughs> throwback. <laughs> yes. If you could cosplay any anime character, who would you cosplay? Hmm, that's a very, very good question. Uh, I would like my instinct says something, something like the the stuff that I've adapted. You know, because obviously I have all of those costumes, but mm. it would probably be. I want to do something more interesting <laughs> than that. I'd want to do like uh, Tanjiro or uh, yeah. somebody, somebody that like is like has a like super colorful and and is, is very unique design. Just because it's so different than all of the other stuff that I've done, mm. you know, um, something something outside the realm of that. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, no, nice. Yeah, I think probably Tanjiro. Before we get into Rogue Origin, do you mind telling us a bit about your origin story and how you came into anime? Or and I know you mentioned you started production at for um, editing at fourteen, but if you can give us a bit more, um, I guess, color in terms of how you what your origin story is and how you got into anime and directing. Cool. Yeah, um, I got into anime when I was around the same time. Uh, I think it was 10, 11, 12. I, w- I was watching Dragon Ball Z. That was Dragon Ball Z and Toonami Adult Swim mm. were the things that got me into anime. And then I saw Princess Mononoke when I was 12 or 13, I think. And yes. Princess Mononoke was, it kind of opened my, my mind as to uh what anime was because before that it was just like shonen and cartoons sailor moon and all that. it was fun but then princess mononoke was it, it showed me a different side to anime and it showed me the the, the depth 
of the stories that could be told. Not that Dragon Ball Z is not deep and doesn't have you know super heartfelt themes and whatnot, but but they're just two very different things, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and um, that those two things, my uh, the same group of friends that would edit anime music videos, we would just uh, always like watch the newest anime mm-hmm. and and like we would get a hold of it uh, because back then it was really really hard to get a hold of anime. It wasn't as prevalent as it is now, so we would download it on either LimeWire or Kazaa or try to try to find a way to yeah. you know the the subs because there was no way to get it and uh, we just fell in love I fell in love with it I fell in mm. love with the medium and because I, I um, always gravitated towards uh, Disney and, and and those types of uh, medium I, I was going to be a character animator when I went to college I dueled in character animation and film oh, and wow. uh, and so uh, you know I, I love that medium there's it's just the stories that can be told there's no limit and you know we're getting to the point now where live action has a lot of that same versatility, and you can tell these incredible stories because VFX has progressed. But um, we, uh, film was always mm-hmm. hindered by the medium, and it was it was really really hard to tell those epic adventure stories or the you know the the, the power blasts and everything. It was really hard to, to do that visually in film mm. before you know modern technology. So uh, and then. I went to I went to college for dual major film and computer animation, uh, and I moved out to LA and started. You know, I I, I honestly I was like oh, I'm going to be Brad Bird. I'm going to get to Pixar, work for Pixar for ten or twenty years, and then yeah, start directing yeah. live action movies. And then Pixar didn't want me, uh, <laughs> so um, I I just started making short films. And uh, I, my uh, mm. the first short film I did out of college was acquired by Directv. And uh, it's called Somner. It's online, and so they picked it up, and it ran on Shorts HD for a, a few years. Uh, and then shortly after that, um, I think it was four or five years after that, I started doing my own live-action content, just just super small stuff. I was doing a feature that was really, mm. really anime anime influenced. And uh, that kind of got stopped down because I, I had a really, really bad back injury. I broke my back from, um, so that's another story. But Ooh. yeah, it was, it was very, very bad. But uh, around that time is when Nick and I got together and we started reanime. And we started doing content for reanime. Uh, it was awesome because we, mm. uh, you know, we shared an outlook and like a, a mindset and we wanted to bring anime to live action. And so we started creating, you know, anime together, anime, anime live action together. Uh, when I was there, we did Tokyo. I did I directed Tokyo Ghoul, um, Avatar, Korra, yep. um, Hunter. And we had a My Hero project uh, in the works, but that never, never saw the light of day, uh, for various reasons, just, you know, yeah. Uh, and then after that, I, um, uh, in the interim, so after that I left and, um, founded Rogue Origin because like our styles are a little bit different in terms of like the, 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 the the shows that we gravitate towards. I, I, I gravitate towards the much more, uh, mature themed shows and anime and, and things that like honestly lead themselves, Mm. lend themselves very well to live action. Uh, and so that was, that was, and, and, um, yeah, so, uh, that, you know, and Cowboy Bebop was one of the first things that I did in that vein, and uh, mm. Nick actually DP'd it. He was he was a part of that. So, 
uh, yeah, that's that's kind of the, uh-huh. the story. And then with Rogue Origin, I've now explored a bunch of different things and concepts. And and also the the other thing that is I, I um, am a martial artist. I've been doing martial arts my entire life I uh, since I was five years old. So for me, the martial arts and the fighting was always something that I really, really wanted to focus on. And that's kind of the mm. other thing that Rogue Origin is for me, is it's a channel to explore all of these different fight concepts. And so uh, I, I really want that channel to be about original content as much as it is about anime live action video game adaptations because the 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 stories uh, a lot of times um people don't realize the stories that are being told through the action and that's always the fun part for me is is how can we develop the characterization and the story and the world building through the action and then if you can do that it, it only enhances the the actual storytelling. And so that's kind of always been my goal is it, it's like this little bit of story, a little bit of fighting and 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 to create this uh, storytelling through action endeavor. Thank you so much for that very concise, but yeah, um, full length um, um, background. So thank you so much. Um, there was a couple of interesting points you mentioned in there. First, let's go to the martial arts because I also am a martial artist. I've um, been studying martial arts, I guess, for 10 years, but um, two different practices. So I started as a kid karate, you know how you go, your mom takes you oh, to yeah. karate school and stuff like that. But I got more serious into it um, when I got to university or college, as you guys say, and I did Taekwondo there. I guess, first of all, which uh, martial arts did you study or was it a range of um, martial arts that you did? Dude, uh, it's awesome to hear. I love, I love, love, love. It's one of my favorite things in the world when I hear the fans are also martial artists because that's, dude, that's what it's all about. Uh, martial arts changed yeah. my life. I mean that without mm-hmm. a shadow of a doubt. It changed my world, mm. changed my life. I was a super, super, I don't want to say troubled kid, but I definitely, uh, I, 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 I was I was the, the 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 class clown. I was always always had to say something. Always had to be that guy that was that was that, that got in trouble. And so, and then I found martial arts, and my put my parents put me in karate as well mm. when I was young. And I was very very fortunate because my karate instructor, uh, he he really really changed my life. Um, and it, it, I firmly believe that without him, I wouldn't be where I am. Um, in, and, uh, his wow. shout out to Mr. Cox, by the way. Uh, he is just one of the most profound influences I've <laughs> ever had on Cox. my life. <laughs> I, I, uh, he's, he, uh, just one of the, one of the most, um, good hearted, but also stern and like the, a true martial artist. Like when you think of the, the martial arts instructors in mm. anime and the way that they behave and react and treat their students, that was him to a T. And, mm-hmm. and and it was awesome because it, wow. it changed my life. It changed it, – it really it, – it imbued in me a sense of loyalty, responsibility, respect. Respect was a huge mm. thing because um, – it, it, yeah, it, it, and, and so – the 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 core principles that you really value in in martial arts that he, those were instilled in me and so I trained with him for ten years uh, I from when I was I think I like I said started when I was six took a little bit of time off between nine ten eleven and then from eleven to eighteen eighteen to twenty because even when I went to college I came back and trained mm-hmm. with him and um and then when I was at college I started to explore a bunch of different martial arts and and just because um, I went mm. from a very very small town to a to a larger city and it kind of opened up my world as to 
uh, the, 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 the dress differences and, and, and different styles. And, and I kind of, uh, fell, I, I fell down the rabbit hole and man, I was training seven days a week, uh, two different styles, two or wow. three different styles. Um, and, and I would just continue to tra- change them out. I've done, um, Muay Thai, Jiu Jitsu, Kuksul Wan, Aikido, boxing, um, Whoa. Taekwondo, uh, Judo, uh, Pekiti Baturja, um, and different Filipino martial mm. arts in that same system and, uh, a very, very, very small amount of Kung Fu. So I just fell in love with it, man. And it became my life. And, and like all throughout from when I was, I, I want to say 19 until 28 or so I was training every single day. Oh, um, Krav Maga. I did Krav for five years. So wow, yeah. you mentioned a whole host of plethora of different martial arts styles there. And I was going to ask you this, um, but I'll go, I'll jump to this question because it kind of shows in your choreography, um, the level of detail. I watched your breakdown of the, um, the street fighter fight and you, 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 you were showing the game and how, you know, the different moves that they were doing and what was realistic, what wasn't realistic um, with Fei Long and, you know, that lightning kick or what thing he does, but let's do it in a different way. So, um, and now you've mentioned that it kind of, it, it comes through in terms of not just that um, specific content, but your other ones that you've choreographed after as well. So it makes sense to me now, because I was going to ask, you know, how do you come up with your choreography and so on and so forth? But I think with martial arts, you, of course, you learn so many different techniques, but given your, I guess, plethora and myriad of different styles you've created, it makes it, would you say it makes it easier to start choreography, um, not start, but to choreograph after? choreographer i can't even say the word do do you say it makes it easier to do the choreography for these um for these for these um for these fights well first off i'm super glad you liked and watched the breakdown because those are some of my favorite videos i love the anatomy of fight videos but they don't really do that well on the channel so we kind of stopped doing them i i love them though man because i i think it's i think it's a super insightful part of the process and i think it's really really important because it shows again for me uh you asked is it easy to choreograph the fights and uh it's easy when you know the story because it it, like all of these fights come from story Mm. they all no matter what need to come from story and character and so um, when, when when adapting them for the real world, we can take that move, like you mentioned, the Fei Long stuff, the, the the kick we always on fire. Forgive me, I don't remember the name right now because yeah. you know it's uh, yeah, yeah the, yes, this this kick, right? No, no, we did, I know. We had, everyone know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, the, the yeah, three sixty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we had so we had Brandon. Oh, that's more a like a nine eighty, but yeah, yeah, Sorry, it was on. a. It was a wild one. But uh, yeah, so we had Brandon do a chi seven, which is kind of just like a practical version of that kick. And we added a little bit of flame to really emphasize the, the VFX nature of, of, of that. And so um, that's what it is for me is it's like it, it, when bringing these things into the real world, how can we and but also it's crazy what the 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 tricking kicks that p- kids that people are doing these days, man, like I, the p- double backflips. Mm. Like they're, they're, <laughs> it's I it's blowing my mind. Quadruple corks. It's crazy. Quadruple corks. I can't even, dude, uh, like I am so impressed with how far the bar has been pushed. And so these impossible moves that I was like, hey, we can't Mm -hmm. do that are now being done. So who knows what's going to happen in the future. But, but yeah, man, that's, so that's kind of my philosophy when it comes to the fight choreography is, is what's the story and how can we have that um, influence the, the the choreography because if I know that like uh, mm. so Fei Long's goal in that fight is to just defend himself and 
and and you know put Balrog in his place. Balrog is, is to capture him. So when you yeah. have those two competing motivations, then it's very easy to put together that fight because these guys aren't trying to kill each other. So then the choreography then can be a little bit flashier because they're neither one of them are trying to like seriously seriously hurt each other. Whereas if you get some of the some of the other things like some of the fight tests that I've done, these some of these people are out to kill each other, and so you can you can really really see that in the choreography when you have stuff that like throat strikes or groin strikes or arm breaks or things that uh then dictate um a, a more harsh style mm, and yeah that honestly that that all that all was reflected when i was watching it i please i know you said it doesn't work well but i guess you have to do what fans want but i i love that i was honestly i would love more because again i'm a martial artist so it was good to see behind the curtains as it were how you kind of broke it down the level of effort level of detail you went into okay so how are we going to craft this fight what do we need to do where does it start from even the whole thing about the environment when i saw that when i first watched that i was like this this is sick because again it was like as a martial artist you use everything around you when it comes to a street fight anything is a weapon any kind of platform any you know just anything and everything so that added another dimension to me as it relates to you know and i definitely can't see failing of doing Fei Long doing something about this and another thing you mentioned and actually let's transition into the Naruto um Rock Lee Kimamaru fight because that was what I first saw you know I mentioned at yeah, the beginning sure um that thank YouTube for sending the uh, sending the algorithm because that honestly that was this that was one I saw as well um yeah. and, and I just subscribed and I was like this this is amazing like that fight was incredible and I also watched the breakdown or I say the breakdown but the um the, the 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 chat you had with the fighter his name is um what was his Jackie is it Jackie, Jackie yep Jackie Tran um yep. is his name yeah 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 Jack yeah yeah him and the other um um Brandon um, uh, Brandon Costa, Lee or not Costa but the other guy Brandon yeah yep. that's it yeah 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 um and I watched that talk in terms of you know just the whole process of that and you know his control as it relates to his just you know the the kicks he was doing, the 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 fighting, the technique. I'm a Jackie Chan fan from Drunken Master. I, again, of course, you're just taking it from Naruto, but then putting that into real life and then just seeing that. Um, and one thing you mentioned was tone, and I t- I definitely got the tone or the tonality from that um scene or that short scene you did with the fight because yeah, yeah it was it was just epic because and yeah I'll just say it was epic because. A lot of the times, and I think this is my next question to you is, why does Hollywood get it wrong? You know, um, someone said, and I'll just read this quote out real quickly. Um, imagine this um, absolutely um, absolutely phenomenal. Great job to everyone involved. Another victory in fan films. Take notes, Hollywood. And then another one was, imagine this guy with the budget of a Marvel movie. So, I mean, why does Hollywood get it wrong in terms of just anime? Because, you know, you mentioned Dragon Ball Evolution in that one and... That scarred yeah. many people. I've only seen sure. one anime live action that was great, and that was Rio and Kenshin. Kenshin. All the others, yep. <laughs> unfortunately, do not. Yeah, yeah. That was the only one. That was the only Kenshin's one great, that dude. worked. Kenshin, the others just Kenshin's don't. So they don't stack up. Yeah. Bro, the the, the fight Kenshin mm. fight team. The, those guys are so talented. I love everything they do. Like their sword choreography mm. is just next level. They're so so good. And uh, and I'm glad that uh, that that. Um, 
you know, the, the algorithm recommended you Naruto. That that seems to be the one that it's recommending to a lot of people. Uh, you know, you can never tell. It's crazy how sometimes things just get kicked in and then that's the thing that blows up because uh, the other thing is like when we're doing this, I'm not doing this to like, I'm doing it because for fun, right? It's like, we're all just doing stuff to make cool stuff and like, we just enjoy mm-hmm. it. Like we love anime, we love fight stuff. Mm-hmm. And those guys are so talented. I love Brandon and Jackie both. They're so, so good. Uh, and why does Hollywood get it wrong? Well, I think the tide is changing. I think a lot of the things is it comes from, you know, what first thing that I'll, that I'll say is it's hard, you know, adapting uh, anime IPs mm. is super, super, super challenging. And so when you combine the, the difficulty with uh, executives that don't, they might not have seen the source material. I mean, if they have awesome, but the, the, I think the key is, is that subjectivity is so, so different for everyone. And what, so what I see in love about the anime might be different than what you see in love about the anime. And the, the thing Mm. is, is a lot of these demographics is like a lot, most of the demographics for anime is, you know, what, 14 to 40, but a lot of these executives are older than that. A lot of these executives are, 40, 50, 60. And so when they, they might watch it and love it, but they watch it and love it for a different reason than you and I watch it and love it. And so then when they create their version sure. of it, they're latching on to something different than we're all latching on to. You know, the, the perfect example for me was Ghost in the Shell. Like Ghost in the Shell, and I, I, dude, I did a video essay about this years and years and years ago because I was so upset because Ghost in the Shell came out before mm. The Matrix in, in 1995. Uh, the anime did. The, the manga came out way before that, right? Um, yeah. It's an, it's an anime about yeah. transcendence of humanity and what it means when humans and machines start to combine, like what it means to have a soul and like the only way to exist in the future is for humanity combined with machines. And then the, the 2020 Ghost in the Shell version came out and it was just like all about um, living in the past and how like our memories define us and how we we have to turn away from machines. <laughs> and I was like, oh, they just didn't get the theme. They didn't understand what this thing was. And mm-hmm. and it was it was really, really interesting to watch because it, it was just a pure misunderstanding of the source material. But again, and when I say that, I'm saying a pure misunderstanding from what I got from the source material. That doesn't mean that they like they may have watched the source mm. material and they may have went, this is what it's about. You know, and so so that's kind of the, the one of the linchpins why I think it's so hard to tra- translate anime. The upside is I think the tide is turning and I think that um, as the executives get, you know, the old executives are out and the new executives are in, we have people who do understand the source material. And I also look at it like um, like what Marvel was in the 90s and early 2000s. You add one or two hits here and there, mm. but it wasn't until Iron Man in 2008 when the Marvel team got in control of it that you really had uh, a, a good yeah. you know, adaptation. And that's when Marvel started to, to, to take off. So I look at like Kenshin as the Spider-Man, you know, the, the original Spider-Man of 2003 of our current generation. Yeah. I think that we will get there, but it's just going to take time. And, and also, dude, that's one of the reasons why I'm exploring all of this stuff is because a lot of this stuff does not translate to live action. It just doesn't like, um, especially mm-hmm. the dialogue, the the sticky, schlocky moments, the like, the hanging on frames, and and there's just certain things that do not translate well mm. at all to live action. And so it's like, how do you migrate or uh, uh, ma- uh, mitigate, not mitigate, navigate those things while still mm. trying to stay true to it? So it's hard, man. That's I think that's the, the that's the longest answer and way for me to say it's hard. <laughs> 
no, no, no. Yeah, no, no, no. And look, I appreciate... Look, you've mentioned a lot of concepts and terminology, which from the outside in, we would just be like, well, why didn't they do it that this way? Or why didn't they do it this way? Um, but yeah, you're right. I think that... And I like your perspective in, in, as it relates to... Um, perspective of you know the senior execs to you know the actual anime fans but saying that i have to push back and say you know something like dragon ball evolution even i think jason masters the guy who played um piccolo whatever said it was one of the worst films he's ever been in you know i mean um and i I look at you go on sorry no 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 no. i think that we i just i think that dragon ball was a cash grab i think that that's all it was they saw the the popularity dude those guys clearly didn't even watch the show like you you don't like it's it's just (laughs) there's there's no part of dragon ball like Dude, there's no part of Dragon Ball. The most romance that happens in Dragon Ball Z is Vegeta looking across the way at Bulma and being like, that's my wife. That's it. That's like, that's the most romance that happens. You know, like kids just show up years later after having never seen Goku and Chi Chi kiss ever. And then kids show up. Yeah. Like that's how romance works in Dragon Ball Z. Like the fact that they tried to put it in high school and have it be like a high school romantic comedy. It's like, what are you guys doing, man? Um, <laughs> so no excuses for But even so, like, there's been others where I've been disappointed. So, um, I know there's a One Piece live action coming up. There's also there's another one where Avatar, like a full length one, is also series is coming up as well. Um, that actually looks decent. Um, the One Piece one, I'm a massive One Piece fan, but I'm not sure if you've seen One Piece. Um, but that is one thing really high hopes. Very scared. Yeah, I've got really high hopes for One yeah. Piece. I I think that um, you know, I think the One Piece team they really want to get it right. So I've got really high hopes. Avatar, I'm mm. more concerned about because Avatar, it seems like the creators kind of like left the project and washed their hands of it. So that's the only thing that's slightly disconcerting oh. about that. Yeah, we'll see. Mm. Yeah, that we we will see. But no, that that was an interesting insight. I just think. Again, to back to that quote, you know, imagine if you had like the Marvel budgets. I know, I know it's, I know it's difficult. I know you're, you're showing us a glimpse of what you can do, but I imagine, and I'm not trying to say, you know, the Hollywood and stuff, but I just imagine people like you, people like Nick and so on and so forth who make bro, these films. Bro, I would take would any stay true I to that. I, I can't stress to you how <laughs> low budget my films are. Like Naruto, they Naruto, don't look it. They do not dude, look dude, it. Bro, I'm talking less than a thousand dollars for every film. Like, like it's what? Yeah, it's it's. I don't have any money, so I'm doing it for like favors, and my friends are making the costumes. And yeah, dude, every single film that I make is no money at all. Um, wow. I think I, I paid because I have to pay crew, so like I paid a gaffer on mm. um, uh, Samurai Champloo. But like he was the, that was the cost on Shamrock yep. Shaplu. So I think it was like six hundred bucks, and he did me a favor on his rate. So it's like you know it, these these wow. are the, the like yeah man. I have no money, and so I have to find a way to do it without money. And so when you say a budget, like that was the other thing that like reanimate's got money. Reanimate's projects cost a lot of money. <laughs> mm. um, so so uh, that was the one thing that was that was cool about being there is like you know Avatar Avatar it looks as good as it did because we had uh, we had a sizable chunk of change you know what I mean um, and mm-hmm, you know so mm-hmm. we had cranes on Avatar and we had like a it was a it was a it was a big production okay. but uh, so when I, when we talk about money I, dude I'll take any money I'll take I'll take I'll take the the smallest chunk of change anybody's willing to throw at me. <laughs> 
honestly, I would have no idea about the Naruto um, one being less than a thousand. Um, and I think that comes back to what I said in the beginning of you being a Renaissance man, because I guess you're doing pretty much everything. Um, but yeah, that honestly, kudos, man. Applause, applause. Because Thanks, I thought that was, that that looks better than like ninety percent of the um, anime um, live actions that are out there, and even looks as good as you know just normal action kind of thing. So honestly, how you did that, amazing, amazing. Yeah, and, like, you know, it's, imagine it's, if it's, we ten or a hundred times that. Dude, it, and it's it's really a product of like, because I don't have any money, I have to do everything myself. You know what I mean? So I shoot, I edit, I do mm. the sound, I do everything myself. And and so that's really the only way that I can get away with it being no money. And and also, I don't want to do it myself. I just, again, have no money to pay people. And I don't want to ask people for that many favors. Yeah, so that's yeah. the that's kind of why. And yeah, dude, give me give me 10x, give me 100x, give me anything. And uh, and and but that's the goal, right? Is is hopefully somebody will see it and uh, be like, oh, okay, cool. I see that there was I see what this potential is and I see what this could be and I see that this guy gets the mm. stories so let's bring him in to to be a part of these these larger projects you know but the it's always it's it's challenging mm. yeah and, and and speaking of that um projects obviously you've worked with reanimate you were there and then kind of like dri- um branched off to do rogue how was it working with king vader and w- was that again something where he saw your work and then he commissioned oh, yeah. me Dude, to I love Vader. do the Bro. Um, cowboy. Yeah, yeah, Vader's the best, man. I love him. He's a he's a sweetheart of a dude. Like, uh, and um, I think that came about because we follow each other because obviously we're in the same space. You know what I mean? Like, he he creates live action anime. Mm. I do live action anime, and so we we're following each other. And he he said, uh, I think he did a post or something. He says, looking for somebody to, to shoot this. I was like, dude, I'll shoot it for you. Um, and so uh, we just got together mm. and started talking about it. And, um, and yeah, and obviously Bebop is one of my favorite shows of all time. And so um, I love what he does. I, I, and I was like, yeah, man, absolutely. Let's, let's do something cool together. And so we got together and, and he already had the script together. And so we just, we went out and shot it. Dude. The one mm. thing that I love about that man is he's so ambitious. His projects like, I don't understand. Like he's, it's, it's, it's really, really awesome. It's awesome to see the, um, the way he's able to pull people in. Like he's, he's super charismatic and, mm. and, um, he's able to pull in some awesome, awesome, awesome people. And I'm, I'm so, uh, just, just, um, in awe of him because he's, um, he's, he's, he is also a Renaissance man, right? He edits his own stuff. He, he, he acts okay. in it. He does, you know, he's, he's, he's an awesome dude, man. I, I don't have a single bad thing to say about him and the, the cowboy bebop thing was it was so much fun because it's really awesome to be on uh a, a another cowboy bebop set that's not my own cowboy bebop set because there's a lot of like when you're directing it's it's like it's it, there's a lot of responsibility and you're you're thinking about seven thousand different things you got to go here and you do got to do this you got to take care of this and what's this character thinking and uh especially when you're doing all of this stuff like i'm doing right because i'm shooting it as well as everything so mm. uh but it's so it's cool to be a part of when somebody else has crafted the story and so then you can just you know oh okay cool yeah but that's awesome but what, what if we do this because the you know the the, the characterization would be yeah. this and like this is a cool it's it's cool to collaborate in that aspect and so that's that's it the King Vader thing was super fun. I, I love that dude. No, no, it was really good. Um, I watched it and it was awesome. Um, at the time, obviously, I didn't know it was you, and then obviously been doing my research. So you, you, you should also, um, you know, take an applause for yourself as well because 
all the stuff I've seen you direct are, are super amazing. And, you know, that was obviously, um, obviously there was choreography in there as well. Um, but that was a bit more, um, less of that, but still it shows your range. So, and especially the, um, Tokyo Gyo one. Oh, again, Thank you me, got sir. the tone there, like the whole kind of blood and everything. Ah, oh, man. I, yeah, that was good. That was really, really good. And again, we'll link all these in our show notes. Um, listeners, please go follow, um, subscribe to the channel, go and watch if you haven't. I'm sure you've probably seen the algorithm serve it, but if you haven't, please do go and follow Rogue and watch their stuff. Sorry, you were going to say? No, no, that's it, man. Um, yeah, well, uh, and, and Tokyo was a uh, Tokyo Ghoul was an interesting one because I came in and Mikey had already done the the first day. Mikey directed Mikey Murphy directed the first day, and I came in and directed the second day. Um, okay. Mikey Mikey's also the guy who directed Naruto, the first Naruto, Kakashi versus Obito. Um, so, and Mikey's kind of okay. a social media influencer. That kind of, I, I think I've never met the guy, but you know, I, I've heard, I've heard that that's kind of his world. And so, um, it's, it was a baby b- between the two of us. And I, you know, um, I love that scene from the anime. The scene from the anime is really, really awesome because it does a fantastic, like mm. one of the things that anime does better than anything else is again, showcasing the story. So, but they do it through cutaways. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I love, love, love that scene in the anime because they'll show the, like the, the thing about to cut and then it'll cut away to like the wall or a blood splash or something. So you don't see the violence. And I really, really love that in the anime. And I thought that was like, it's a, it's a really cool way to approach violence where you don't see the violence. Um, and, and so it's, it, 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 because, because, you know, the, especially here in America, you know, obviously there's, there's an issue with violence in America and we kind of view like the, the thing about mm. Europeans is, um, we, the violence and sexuality are kind of flipped, whereas Europeans view sexuality a little bit more freely and you just like seeing a nipple on TV is not a big deal. Whereas seeing blood and gore in America is not yeah. a big deal, but you see one nipple and it's like, no, no, you can't, can't do a nipple. Don't do that. And, and so, which I always thought was super interesting and, and something that should be flipped because one of the things is good and and not not good but one of the things is natural and it and it, and it exists and like you're going to come in contact with it eventually and so we shouldn't be putting this taboo on it and the other one is is something that like we really shouldn't be um uh i can't figure think the word but like treating like it's a good thing um and and i think it comes from mm. like america's america's very uh religious nation and a lot of its repressed sexuality. And so that that's, that's where all of this, like no nipples comes from and whatnot, but you know, it, it, the, the cool thing about culture is it's constantly evolving yeah, and changing. And hopefully that's something that will continue to do so. Fair play. Um, and yeah, it's funny. <laughs> reverse it is actually kind of, that's a good point. It is a good point. Um, regarding the reverse. Um, you mentioned Cowboy Bebop as uh, one of your all-time favorites. What, what are you? Are you watching anime now? Or what currently are you watching? And what is, I guess, a few favorites um, anime-wise for you? Yeah, dude. Uh, I mean, I always, always try to keep up on it. I, I just, it's, it's hard to. There's so, dude. We're in the golden time so of anime, yeah. man. There's so much, and it's all so good. <laughs> yeah. Like. It's it's so frustrating because I'll 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 be like okay cool I got to catch up on the stuff from last season and then all of a sudden there's hey did you see this new show the blah 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 and it's like what <laughs> like 
<laughs> but yeah, dude, the anime right now is so good. Obviously, Demon Slayer Slayer's fantastic. Uh Jujitsu's good. Um, I like uh you know what I, I really, really like is um that I didn't think I would is uh To Your Eternity. I read the manga and um that that just came mm. out and it's really, really good. Uh, it's about this alien. I don't want to. Well, it's not a spoiler. This happens in the first episode. It's about an alien that comes to Earth and then takes on different shapes and forms, and it's 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 really really cool. So that's fun. Um, mm. What else am I watching? Uh, you said you watched One Piece. To, yeah, uh, I'm not caught up with One Piece because it's it's an endeavor. But I have watched sure, a, sure, lot yeah, it's a lot of One Piece. It's a lot, dude. Uh, sure. Because yeah, um, in in dude, I think talk about characterization. Some of the best characters are you know One Piece. I'm interested to see how they're going to adapt it because. Because it, like there's some things that it's just so so schlocky and and it's like dude it's like Dragon Ball like mm-hmm. where where you've got some of these these crazy moments and mm-hmm. or, or even even more than that where you have things that it's just like that's not going to work and so I'm really interested to see what they're going to do with it but mm. uh, dude what are you watching what what should I be watching that's the question oh good question um well you've seen Baki I'm guessing. Oh, dude. I, oh, dude. So I was really disappointed in Baki. I love the original Baki. I love Grappler Baki from 2000, early 2000s. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a masterpiece. It's so good yeah. because about it, like a, a guy have, like having to like fight his dad because his dad's just a an asshole and the strongest yeah, dude in the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. It's like the coolest thing ever. <laughs> I can't yeah. do, deal with Netflix animation. It just, it doesn't, it's, it's so like, it looks oh. like the still frames looked polished, but at, from an animation perspective, they cut corners. It's super, it's just really bad animation. And, and it's just, I get, it, it just makes me a little bit like, ah, this looks terrible. And, and so that's, I can't get into the new Baki mm. because of that. Like I, I, I love the story and you know, I've loved them. I've read the manga, but I just, mm. the animation. And that's how I feel about a lot of Netflix animation. It just looks cheap. And I, like, I tried to watch the, um, <laughs> uh, uh, Pacific Rim, the, that animation, the story is really cool, but the animation's so bad. It's just it it feels like video game animation from the from the early two thousands, where they think people don't really move and it's kind of robotic, mm. and they just do this. They, then then the mouths move, but there's no I don't know. It's just there's no heart. I mean, I, I I can't. I again, I didn't study animation or anything like that in university, but I I, I liked Baki. I I get what you mean in terms of the old ones, the originals. I would agree with that perspective. The Netflix one was a bit um, did take some getting used to, but after the wow, I was fine. It's the same with Kengen Ashura. I'm not sure if you saw that as well. A lot of complaints about the 3D animation or the 3D look of it. But once I got over it, it was... A, I mean, I'm martial arts, man. Anything of a fighting, I'll just watch. It doesn't have to have a dude. great story. You dude. know, Dragon Ball Z is in my top 10 just because of the martial arts. <laughs> Bro, that's the worst part is that really I I, I, I watched, I think, all of the first season of Kengen. And I really, really wanted to love it because as a yeah. martial artist, I'm like, Baki, Kengen, all these shows that showcase like martial arts and MMA. I'm like, mm. yes. Finally, we're getting anime that like love martial arts, but it's just, and then the animation, they, I, I wish that they just took more care. You know, dude, I'll give Baki another pass. I just, uh, it, it, it's, I, 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 yeah. There was, um, uh, I, I can't find it. The, the, um, Cause we, um, we did a show called best anime fights. Um, and one of our super lights, a fan sent um, an anime as it relates to great, great great animation fluidity so on and so forth 
Um, if I find it, I'll, 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 Hit, I'll Hitori, message Hitori it to Hitori Noshida. It might, it, right. yeah. it might be that. Yeah. It might be. It sounds like uh, it's it's a kung fu. Uh, it's this awesome kung fu fight where the dude's protecting this this thing and like, oh, mm. it is. That is what I'm talking about. Masterful animation. You watch that, or okay. um, what's the one? Uh, five five. Um, Legend of the Five. No, I, it's it's. I'll I'll send you I'll send you some stuff afterwards. There's this awesome animation sure. where it's uh, I think it's Chinese animation and uh, and it's this epic epic mm. battle and uh, and it, dude it like some amazing animation just so fluid and gorgeous and it's it's really pushing the realm and okay. or the, the, the what anime is currently and I love that I absolutely love it. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay, that please. Uh, uh, any anime recommendations, especially if it's got fighting in it, send my way. I'll I'll just watch it. So s- yeah. definitely send my way. Um, outside of fighting, I just recently watched Ranking of Kings. I'm not sure if you've seen that. That is an amazing story. Okay. Amazing. I would I would th- a thousand percent recommend watching that. You will cry possibly. A new challenger has appeared. <laughs> no, that's Street Fighter. Okay. <laughs> What's going on, Solo? <laughs> What's up? Um, we were just talking about ranking of kings and martial arts. Um, Solo does um, BJJ. He's been doing it for about two years now. So, uh, yeah. and um, oh, yeah. Josh, um, Josh Solo, just to ca- catch you up is an accomplished martial artist that's done everything from karate all the way to Krav Maga, which is crazy. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. <laughs> Dude, uh, so I love, I actually love jujitsu as well. <laughs> Dude, I, yeah, I'm a big ah. fan of jujitsu. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's cool because it's one of the few martial arts where um, the little guy can win against the big guy and it's about technique. And so that's a, like, yep. I mm. love it, man. And, and yep. it's really cool because it's it, it, like, it's just so different from every other martial art. And that's, I think that's one of the reasons why it's mm. come to dominate a lot of MMA. And, you know, it's so, so it's awesome that you do BJJ. Uh, I love BJJ. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could, I could, I could wax a lyrical about it. And I can keep going. <laughs> like I love, I love talking about it. So I'll, I'll hold fire, but no, you're right. I, I, it's a great like ego leveler. So mm. I remember cause I'm, I'm like, I'm like six two. So you naturally just go in and think, no, I can, I can, I can take them. I can. I, and oh, then, so no, you're you the guy. No, you can't. You're the guy the, that, I, yeah. that I have to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but don't worry. I have been humbled so many times. Like I don't judge anyone. I, I, I think the closest person that's kind of choked, almost choked me out has been like five, two, five, three. So ever since wow. then, I'm just like. I don't care. Like, I don't care how small you are. I'm looking at you with like one, I'm keeping one eye on you. You might be dangerous. Dude, that's the other thing that BJJ <laughs> yeah, does is is that it makes you look at everybody. Not, I don't want to say like a threat, but it, it makes you go, mm, all right, uh, they, could, <laughs> yeah. they could beat me in a fight. I, I've got to be weary, even though they could be fine too. <laughs> I remember I was, I was rolling with this, uh, this um, so there's uh, this um, place out here and, um, and I was going to, tell you the name of it but it doesn't matter because you guys don't train out here so it won't matter uh but i was training and there's this dude <laughs> probably i want to say early 50s late 60s brown belt and so you know that like okay cool he's brown belt probably knows oh, what he's no. doing oh no but oh, dude no. yeah. like i'm like i'm a solid blue belt almost purple belt 
And this dude just okay. wiped the floor with me. Like, <laughs> I just could not get a single move. And I was like, what is he doing? How? It, it, it was it was very impressive. <laughs> yeah, I could. Like, the, um, one, of our, um, one of our teachers, so there's like two black belts and there's a brown belt. And the brown belt, same thing. He's like, he's like in his 50s now. And I've got a good, I've, I've got like almost 20 years on him. And I to the I to this day there is nothing that I can do to get past. There's yeah. nothing. I'm similar, similar to you. I'm a blue belt. I can't do anything. I can't. There's nothing. It's so. Fun. I just look at him like I, I'm inside control. I'm just being yeah. pinned for for five minutes. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing I can do. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh yeah. gosh. <laughs> yeah. That's why I really want to get into BJJ because striking is good, but I just think once you get into locks and stuff. It's a leveler for no matter how Just tall or strong you are. Just do it, Ed. Yeah, yes, sir. yeah sir. definitely will do. Then we can roll, Ed. We can roll. <laughs> we can roll. I mean, I could beat you anyway right now, so no, so, you know. No, I'm joking. I definitely could. Um, it will be a good fight, though, actually. Oh, Super Lights. Let us know if you want to see that fight, me versus Solo. Ta- Taekwondo versus BJJ. <laughs> Yo, I'll shoot it. I'll shoot it, guys. Let's go. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah exactly. there you go. Just to shoot it. <laughs> I'll do some turn kicks, you know, some back kicks. Uh, That'll be awesome. I'll just take that. Oh gosh! I'll just pull guard, Josh. I'll just gonna pull guard. That's all I'm doing. I'm just waiting to come to you. Um, Josh, so now as we're speaking on fighting, is there any like um, anime fight that you've seen that um, you would love to put um, into the real life, as it were, in terms of make it real life anime? Uh, I mean, sorry, real life action, live action. Yeah, I mean, there's a few that I absolutely uh, adore and and f- feel like would be cool, dude. That first the rooftop fight from top, uh, rooftop fight from Jujutsu Kaisen. I, when I saw that, I was like, oh, I want to bring this into live action. This mm. would be so cool. I love that because it's just it gave you a hint of what the show is going to be, and it was so so cool. But um, yeah, so mm. there's that. I've always wanted to do a Grappler Baki adaptation because that first fight of the original show yeah. where Baki takes on like. 20 dudes or 30 dudes. I always thought that was so iconic and so yeah, cool yeah, yeah, and yeah. really, really wanted to bring that into live action because, because again, like we talked about earlier, uh, the, a lot of the shows that I adapt, they lend themselves very nicely to adapting into live action because they kind of, they, they're, they're on the more mm. mature side. They don't really lean into the mystical side of things that much. I mean, even when I did Naruto, right? It's like, yeah. I tried to do Naruto but it's like, okay, how would this bone jutsu work? How, like, and so I didn't do seven thousand spikies. Yeah. It was just like, okay, cool. What if he, what if he was able to generate a bone sword? Just you know, one. and and it's that kind of thing. And and so mm-hmm. I like to try to lean into the more realistic side of these the, the the adaptations. And so you know that when it came to when it comes to the things that I want to adapt, they kind of naturally tend toward that. Um, I wanted to do a trigun because I think trigun would be awesome. And now Ooh, that it's yeah. getting Trigun. another anime yeah, adaptation. Throwback. Yeah. Well, dude, did you see? They're doing, I think, 2023, uh, first quarter. They're doing a uh, another, um, like, a remake. Oh, you can't see my face now, but my um, my jaw is dropped. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah. They are. Ah, yeah. okay. Should I'm excited. Cool. Trigon is, Trigon but, is cool. I always wanted to um, do obviously dude i know <laughs> but uh so what what i do have that what's coming up next though is uh bebop episode two is in the works it's a full 25 minute episode awesome. and it is very very wow. fun um i it, it, it's like i, I so <laughs> dude it's so fun and and it's like 
because one of you know one of the things that I try to do with the, the the stuff is like I don't always do adaptations of fight scenes. I'll do things like the original Bebop, the first Bebop that I did. It was just an original episode in the the universe, and I think that's cool mm-hmm. and fun because, like a lot of fans. Um, you know, it's hard, as we talked about earlier, Ed, it's hard to do justice to the source material. And so, but it's really, really cool Mm. to play in the universe and play in the sandbox and create original stories. Because that's the other thing is like, if you can nail the tone and style in an original story, then I think it's way easier for people to be like, well, he did it. He already did the thing. Like, let's hire him to do this, Mm. this other thing, you know? So that's one of the reasons why I like original pieces is because Mm. it also pushes you. It pushes your filmmaking chops and makes you, it makes Mm -hmm. you see if you can actually achieve it because it's, I don't want to say it's easy to do live action adaptations because it's not, but it's it's not as hard as doing an original piece. And that's also what I like is I like challenging myself. And so, dude, doing wow. original things like like that's why I love what Joseph Lay and Team Red Pro do, because their Afro Samurai Champloo was so awesome mm. because it was like this crossover of two different genres and styles. And it was a new thing. And dude, and I love Joseph again, such such a sweetheart, such a great dude. Um, and and one of the like, dude, he's he's the guy that I want to see do. If, if I'm not doing it, he's the guy I want to see doing live action anime adaptations. Him or Chris, right? Chris Gowan, the Riven. Riven, X3I, they're like, these are the guys I want to see doing it. No, no, and I I completely agree in terms of like, again, not to throw any um, slick on, um, you know, adapting something that's been there. Usually when you adapt something, you're always going to get fans reaction as in, oh, you didn't do that in the anime or this doesn't look right or so on and so forth. You're always going to get compared to the anime when, again, it shouldn't be. Of course, now you can take some different creative licenses and so on and so, so forth. Um, and hopefully, you know, fans understand that, look, this is a live action, especially what you're doing with like little to no budget. So absolutely incredible. Solo, um, by all means, when this comes out, go and listen back to how much exactly um, Josh spent on that Rock Lee Kimamaru fight. Your draw, your jaw will drop. We won't, we won't reveal it to okay. you now, but okay. your jaw will drop. Got a little surprise in store for me. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Nice. Um, but no, I, I and I, that's why I really liked, again, I like all your films, but I think the Street Fighter one is probably one of my favorites just because... It's not something that has been done um, and therefore to reference like this was something completely new, um, completely original. And I know one, and one of the um, on that breakdown, you said you were going to do more of that. I would love to see more of the Street Fighter. Bro, fights. Check out the channel Friday trailer drop for episode two. Episode two of Street Fighter comes out this Friday. There we go. Yeah. Uh, is that the one? Oh, yeah. Because I saw the one of the two girls. I saw yep. that one. Ibuki, Ibuki um, but yeah, okay, perfect. Yep. Yeah, it's dude again. Very fun yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. worth checking out. Um, and that, I'm glad you like Street Fighter because Street Fighter hasn't really done that well on the channel. But I, dude, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I think it's cool because I like exploring yeah. all these characters that we haven't seen. Like everybody's seen. We've seen the Ryu and Ken story probably a hundred times in ten different mm. mediums at this point. We know what the Ryu Ken Akuma story looks like. Mm-hmm. So, but there, but the rest of the characters are so interesting. Why isn't anybody like Guile, Cami, Chun Li? Like, why isn't anybody exploring all of these other super interesting characters? You know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like you mentioned, there's a rich vein of different characters in the in the series that should be explored. So I'm glad you guys are you know shining a light on those um, guys. Uh, or those characters, as it were. Oh, also, you asked me earlier what I'm watching that I've seen. Dude, check out Promare. That anime is wild. Oh, it is okay. crazy. It is like, 
Uh, it's okay. Promare. Yeah. P-R-O-M-A-R-E. It's a show. I mean, a, a, t- a film. And it is two hours of nonstop, just in your face, <laughs> the craziest animation. It's Studio IG, I think. And it is just so oh, wild. Like, nice. I love it. those guys. I, or maybe trigger. I'm sorry. I don't. I can't remember. My brain. My brain is terrible. But like, dude. I like at the end of two hours. I sat there and I was like, I. It, it's like I had fought for two hours. It is exhausting, but all the best. <laughs> is that P O R M E R E? I've just. I've just found it. Yeah, it's by by trigger. I think I've seen it before because I remember I put it in. I think as soon as I just put it in Google, and I the only thing I remember recognize are the colors. I've seen yes. clips of just the colors. I and like, I remember okay. seeing it on like a YouTube, like a YouTube compilation. It just looked wild. So yeah, I'm going to check so, this out. <laughs> so you've got to get past the first probably 10 or 12 minutes, which is some of the craziest animation you've ever okay. seen in your entire life. And just uh, an awesome fight. And then the story kicks in, but it's like, it's 10 minutes of nonstop, okay. Okay. like in your face. Ah, <laughs> like, and then it settles down for a little bit, but then it gets crazy again. <laughs> Ah, okay. I'm gonna check this out. I'm gonna check this out. <laughs> I do have a question, and I was not sure if this has been asked already. Mm-hmm. But when you're talking about how, like, what well, the different types of anime that have been ad- um, ad- adapted to live action, when you've seen things like, I don't, let's just throw out Dragon Ball Evolution and all these other things, <laughs> where do you think they went? Where do you think they went wrong? What, okay, where? he has, he has, he has mentioned that. So okay, fine. That's another no, I one wanna... I can go back and. Yeah, yeah, he has, he has. So you can go back and listen to that. It was a very comprehensive yes. answer, um, and not oh, probably better. one you would expect. That's exactly what I wanted. I want to know. Yeah. I actually want to yeah, know yeah, because yeah. I, I, I think I'll just tell you my reason. So my yeah. reason is that I think that it sounds harsh, but I, I think that it can be done properly. It just probably requires just a little bit more focus than has thus been given. And I say that because people like yourself. And all these other people have shown that it can be done with that, with focusing on the right elements on story or original, original um, uh, kind of storyline. So I think it can be done. I, I think yeah. it gets a bad rap, but. It, you know, it, and I'll, 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 I'll add work. to your it point. I'll add to your point because what I'll say is the definitely to go back and listen, listen to what we were talking about, because this, this is different mm. from what I said earlier. The other thing that happens when you get, $100 million, $200 million involved in something is you get a lot of cooks in the kitchen. You get a lot of voices and a lot of people okay. saying mm. it needs to be this okay. way. And a lot of those people yep. have jobs that are above yours, right? As a director, I have a studio that I report to. As a producer, I have mm. to make sure that we come in on time and on budget. When we're making – when uh, you know, Chris, me, Joe, Nick, uh, you know, Danny, um, when we're all making our stuff, no one is telling us no. So it's very easy for us to stay true to what we know is the truth because no one is going, oh, but what about Mm. this? It should be this way. And they're not paying for that movie. Like we're not, like we're not paying for that movie. So we have to like like and i'm not saying that they have to but a lot of times that's what happens is when you get a lot of cooks in the kitchen you have other people Mm -hmm. to report to and you can only say no so many times before you get fired and i'm not saying this is what happens all the time i'm just saying this is another (laughs) potential reason of why it goes wrong so that's also something to think about i don't know Hmm. 
yeah that's that's useful thank you thanks 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 for adding i appreciate it <laughs> no no but that that's that's a great point you mentioned actually because we had um we had another um guest called um um well he's part of the saturday am crew it's called raymond um and uh essentially he was saying that you know the likes of um code geos you know you know um when when you have to balance creative light or creative creativity We've given the, I guess, like you mentioned, you have to go back to the studio and say, hey, this is what we're trying to do. And then the studio might say no. Um, but you're, you're as a creative might think, oh, but this is the, this is like, this is the post, this is, this is the best or the rawest form or, you know, it fits to the script or it fits to the fans. But then the studio might have other perceptions of what it is. So it's about that balance. Uh, yep. regarding you know doing Dude, what the studio says and then not doing I, what the studio does i'm waiting for the right director to come um, along a director yes, like um like you, so do you, you know the story of how they got the original gundam show made right it's like they came to they came to tomino and they're like we want to sell these giant robots make a story that sells these giant toys, robots yeah, yeah yeah and he was like okay and so he went and made gundam which is the most political <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> don't worry, you can do it. Don't uh, worry. It, no, is, it, is the most, it is one of the most incredible stories ever told about, like, again, the future of humanity, politi- the political repercussions of having two mm. separate en- entities that, like, are colonies and Earth and fighting for independence. And it's it's so, so good. And some dude was like, sell these robots and that's what he did you know what i mean like there's a way to tell these to, to, to tell these stories you just have to be smarter than the exec that wants you to do the thing you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that, that's, that's true i was reading i was um, listening to reading an article and um i can't, I can't remember in fact it wasn't that same the same episode Ed. and uh raymond was saying that i think uh oh yeah it was um, cowboy bebop and they were saying that when he, uh, I forgot the the well, Tanabe, Tanabe was, and he went to the went to the studio, went to the directors and said, okay, well, um, we need we need some merchandise. And then he just showed them Spike Ship and said, oh, we're gonna don't worry, we're gonna have lots of lots of imagery about Spike Ship. And then when it came to it, he's like, yeah, we're not gonna do that. We're gonna do something completely different, <laughs> just so he could get the green light to make the rest of the show. So I yeah. start, yeah, you're right. It's almost like Game of Thrones. Almost you have to be. You have to be smart about these things. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Absolutely. Um, two more questions. The only, the, well, it's actually one more question. The only thing I was going to say is, um, God of High School. Um, definitely check that out if you haven't seen it. Um, great martial arts. Not great story. I agree. Um, great animation. Oh, seen it? Great martial arts. <laughs> okay. Terrible story. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and then Hajim no Ippo, one of my top three animes. Definitely got to watch that. Um, I've been waiting to get a Hajim no Ippo. Uh, I just haven't for some reason. I don't know why. It's just one of those things that's been on my list for a long time, but I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. But I've mm. heard it's so good. Uh, yeah, little little really tip good. that I heard from the inside. Everybody should check out Creed three because I think I think that they're trying to do uh, something similar to Hajim no Ippo. Oh, okay, okay. Let's try this out. here for you. Yeah, I'll definitely when it comes. Because <laughs> okay, I, I did hear Michael B did watch Hajim, but I don't know. But anyway. dude, he's a huge anime fan. Michael, Michael, Michael B Jordan is a huge anime fan. Yeah, I mean, we have a list of people we'd love to get on the um, the show. Of course, you were there. Um, and then obviously the likes of Snoop Dogg, Michael B, Usain Bolt, you know, just, you know, just the random yeah. guys. Just, just the small people. Just, just the small, small people. people. Dude, the fact that I was on that list, I am honored. I am like, oof, blown away. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, Usain Bolt has like pictures of Naruto in his house and stuff like that, which is crazy. But um, yeah, honestly, we'll get there one day, you know, small beginnings. All right, we're going to the super quick fire round. Um, this is the last question. So, or last questions. Um, so what the super quick fire round is essentially going to ask you a bunch of random casual questions such as Nintendo or PlayStation and you would say PlayStation there you go so um <laughs> it's just it's just like that so feel free to pass on any questions so cool. are you ready yes all right let's go are you a morning or night person morning Ryu or gone from Hunter x Hunter gone Ki- ah. I-, I take it back I said kill Goku or Vegeta Vegeta the last song you listen to uh pass i don't know i yeah no worries smash bros or mario kart mario kart street fighter or mortal kombat street fighter obviously come on guys pokemon (laughs) (laughs) pokemon gold or silver gold saitama or brawly Ooh, i want to see them fight that's what i want that would be amazing um Probably mm-hmm. Brawly because I love Dragon Ball Z more than anime, any anime. Perfect. Um, and then I think I don't know if you answer this. Manga or anime? Anime. Last animated anime film you watched? Last night I watched this thing called Bell on HBO. I need to get into that. I heard it's really good. I need to watch yeah. it. And then finally, what would you say to your younger self if he was listening today? Don't go to college. Let me let me explain. So there are certain certain things in life where where it's like um, there are certain professions where you can just like you get good at them by doing them and college is just like a, a, a sidetrack and and all it does is teach you to teach yourself i'm just kidding kids go to college you know you're gonna have a good time mm. but for like for filmmaking i wish i just moved out to la and started making movies man like i you know we talked about vader earlier vader is the perfect example like dude if i like if i just started making mm. movies when i was younger and i i was but in my mind my parents and everybody's like go to college you got to do this thing no man don't do if you want to make movies make movies that's why i would say Mm. Don't go to college, Josh. <laughs> hey, that's sound advice. So long as you work on your dreams, like you know what you want to do. Follow your dreams. Uh, most people that's, go to college. Exactly. Dude, that's the smarter way of saying what I was saying to my younger younger self. Sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm very bad at this. <laughs> now, you've been an absolutely amazing guest. A super guest. Thank you so much, Josh, for your um, your knowledge, your wisdom. Honestly, I'm so blown away by the stuff you're doing, honestly. And to think you're doing it on a shoestring budget as well. I can't wait to see what amazing stuff you're going to do in the future. I appreciate it. Um, Looking forward to the new um, Street Fighter that drops. Please, please, listeners, go go follow them on um, YouTube. Subscribe to them on YouTube, all the socials. I believe it's Rogue Origin. Um, And yeah, if there's anything else, Josh, that you want to plug, please do so now. Uh, no, check out the channel. Thank you guys so much for having me. This has been an amazing experience. I love what you guys do. Like, I love people that, one, I love people that love martial arts. Two, I love people that love anime. The fact that you two are both of those. We're best friends forever, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's do this. Let's do hey, this. Yeah, we, we'll have that fight, me and Solo, and then you for shooting that. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> okay. Awesome, guys. Absolutely. Thank you, thank thank you, you so, so much, much for having me. Thank you, everyone. It was a great Cheers. time. All right. Take care, guys. Nine.
Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One.